Today's episode of the Vault Studio NFL Podcast is presented by US Sports Gear. It's the best place to purchase all your American sports equipment needs. Do you play American football, baseball, softball, maybe lacrosse? Then you better check out www.ussportsgear.com.au. And because you're a listener of the Vault Studio NFL Podcast, you receive 5% off your total order just by entering the promo code THEVAULT at checkout. That's 5% off with the promo code THEVAULT. Just visit www.ussportsgear.com.au. Now, onto the show. For the Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast with James Arthur, Chris Bryan, and Richard Garraway. Hello and welcome to the Vault Studio NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me is my co-host, James Arthur. It's been two weeks. How are you, mate? I'm okay. A little bit uh, under the weather last week, so we had to skip a show, which was unfortunate. But uh, I can see there's a new addition to the start of the show. There is. We are now a sponsored program. Oh, hang on. <laughs> no, so we're very happy to announce US Sports Gear as our uh, sponsor. So it's good. They're, you know, if you want the cheapest prices on sports gear in Australia, don't look at East Bay. Don't look at anyway. There's that Crowley guy who does one that's rip off. Jerk. Yeah, look at US Sports Store. Absolutely. Yeah. US gear, Sports US Sports gear. gear, sorry. They get the sponsor wrong, the owners will be spewing it. They'd be so mad. Um, yeah, so get on board if you want to order anything and, and use it. It's outstanding. Uh, the owners have done a great setup with the website and whatnot. It's all looking really flash. Some cool logos. So get on board that. It's, um, it's it, The bottom line is it's the cheapest price you'll get. So go and buy it off eBay if you want to pay an extra 100 bucks on top of whatever you're buying and enjoy. It's time to go into the newsroom. On the Vault NFL Podcast. Because we've been off for a couple of weeks, there's some news that might seem a little bit old, but we still want to touch on it. The first thing we want to start with is the passing of Dan Rooney uh, last Thursday. Um, So unfortunately, we probably would have missed it on last week's podcast anyway. Um, For those who don't know, Dan Rooney was the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, president and chairman. Um, Was basically one of the, the, the owners that, has been there and has been in the family for a very long time. Yeah, and he he has done so much for the NFL over the years. Um, he's been around a long time. I I feel like his biggest is the Rooney Rule, which is probably the most well known. Yeah, if people don't realize that's basically um, having to interview a, 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 minority. a minority. Yeah, yep. a, a minority for, for, for all for head coaching. coaching jobs. Yeah, which um, because before that, no. African-American, Mexican, any minority coaches were hired um, because they weren't getting the opportunity. So I think that rule coming in uh, has certainly changed the NFL. And, you know, you see African-American coaches in particular are super, super um, successful as as head coaches now because of that. And I think just, you know, in terms of the the race issues over the years, it was such a groundbreaking rule. So I think it's terrific because guys just weren't getting the opportunity. Yep, um, faith and family were extremely important to him. He's a guy who went to church every day. Um, he's of an Irish background. He was the um, Obama made him the Irish ambassador. Yes. Um, at, at the end of um, his career, he, and he, now he's a registered Republican too, and he endorsed Obama. Um, so you know, he then took up that role as the ambassador. 
one thing that I think the Roonies do better than anything is, I mean, they've had three coaches in like the last 20 years. There's teams who have more than that in the last three. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's really an incre- it, it's It's an amazing organization. One of the most successful NFL organizations. Super Bowls, now championships consistently good. Um, but before the family took over, they really didn't have that. They actually broke away to the AFL when it started. Um, they were one of the teams that broke away from the NFL. So there's some really interesting things. And you know, we, we could spend the entire podcast you know, talking about him and um, all the great things that he and his family have done for the NFL. But what we really want to do is just touch on it quickly that they were, you know, they're a hell of a family. Uh, you know, they got... Um, they had other business interests, but you know a lot of their wealth was from the team, and there's not many owners like that now. No, uh, yeah, he's br- he's brought a lot to this game, and you know, I think if you put uh, you know a top owner or top you know influence on the NFL, a top five or you know, he'd certainly be in that over the years. So um, it's a very sad loss for his family, and you know obviously thoughts and. And prayers go to all his family, um, but what a guy led just a terrific life and, you know, the the Steelers will stay in the family and I think that's great. I love I love comp- I love teams that are like that. Yep. Yeah, and when Jerry eventually goes, yep. it'll, it'll be passed so on. Dude. Let's passed don't, on. don't fool yourself. Steven's running that place now. It's <laughs> already it's probably well. a good thing. Um, the NFL is set to release the 2017 schedule. It will be on the NFL Network at 8 p.m. on Thursday night, which means it'll be Friday morning for us. Pretty early, actually. That'll be about 5 a.m. The draft. No, no, no. The um, the schedule. Oh, the schedule, schedule release. Sorry, I was distracted by fifth-year options for a second. Um, yeah, no, I think... I don't really care. <laughs> Honestly, you're going to play 16 teams. It'll probably outrate There's going to be six in your division. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just insane. <laughs> it's do you know aware, teams are not scheduling games the day of the draft on for, purpose because no one will go? For every American um, who likes to plan a trip, they're all hanging on it. And ma- most Australians who plan holidays, we're kind of waiting for this date. It'll all come out and you go, oh, yes, uh, LSU's at home the same weekend the Saints are. Let's go to New Orleans. Or, you know, you start doing all those things. Uh, the Rams exactly. at home when USC or UCLA are at we home. Might, we might have to plan a trip around it. I probably can't go this year. I got no annual leave. Started a new job. Yeah, we can make it happen. It's one of these things. If you really want it, if you really, really want, want it, it you if can... you really want to go on a trip with me, Rich, we can do it. We'll just both have to get divorced. We we'll have to get married first, then divorced. <laughs> then divorced. Um, I'll become a single dad, and then we'll go and we'll do whatever we want. With obviously with Georgie, we won't go anywhere without her. She's our little mascot. No, we're all destined to be a single dad anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fifth-year options. Uh, the deadline has come up. You had to exercise them. So, let's run through them. Surprise, surprise, the Houston Texans picked up um, Dejevian Clowney's fifth-year option. Yeah. The Rams have picked up Greg Robertson. No, they didn't. They picked up Aaron Donald, who was their t- second pick that year. You're right. They what haven't picked that up yet. I don't think they will. No, you're probably right. Blake Bortles was... Um, no. Has not been picked up by the Jets. There is yet. no way they're going to pay him $18 million. That who's going to come in and steal him from them? Yeah, I wouldn't think just, so either. Just re-signing him for agency if you want him that badly. Uh, number four pick was Sammy Wap- Watkins, who's had an injury-played career so far. They're very hesitant on him, but I think it's a no-brainer personally. His talent is there. When he's not hurt, he's outstanding. So for me, 
if I was the Bills, I'd do it and risk that one year. It's still cheaper than trying to re-sign him. You're going to have to pay more to re-sign him because he is going to get money on the open market. Agreed. Uh, the number six pick was Jake Matthews in Atlanta. That's a really interesting one. He'd started pretty slowly and had Came, a pretty good last year. Had a terrible Super Bowl. That's one game. Oh, but it was bad. It was real bad. Um, I think you pick that up. Again, you give him his fifth year in there. I, I think if you've got a, if a guy's a starter, you're mad not to pick it up. The number seven pick was Mike Evans, Tampa Bay. The general manager has already announced back on April 17 that Tampa will pick up that option. No surprises there. They'll no, be he'll get a monster deal this year. They'll be trying to do it immediately. Yeah. They'll want to redo it before he actually goes into that fifth year. Yeah, so then they'll, they know what he's doing after. Yeah. Uh, Justin Gilbert was picked eight by the Browns. He's, no, he's not he's, even on the team. He's so. not even on a team. He's released from the Steelers. He got traded to the Steelers and released... Um, well, Real he, sad story. He won't. He Browns. won't be getting picked up. The, he he was the guy that had that really bad injury in college, wasn't it? And was that Justin Gilbert? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it was another. No, that was Nick. That was DJ Hayden from the Raiders. Terrible pick. Anthony Barr, Minnesota Vikings, was picked up number nine. Oh yeah, pick it up for sure. Hasn't been yet. We'll wait. Eric Ebron, Detroit Lions, was the ten pick. No, nah, I wouldn't. I'd I'd get him re-signed. Tennessee Titans then picked. Taylor Luan at number 11. You don't get a premier left tackle very often. No. Take that one. The Giants, Odell Beckham Jr. was picked 12. 100% that's coming. Take that. Aaron Donald, as we mentioned earlier, by the LA Rams, picked number 13. They have picked that up. The money he is going to get, you wait. It'll be be the highest paid defensive player. It'll be JJ Watt. Kyle Fuller of the Chicago Bears was picked 14. Has not lived up to it. Won't exercise that. Ryan Shazier, Pittsburgh Steelers, was picked 15. I would pick it up. Injuries have, have set him back a little bit, but it's a no-brainer for me. His talent is undeniable. Zach Martin, number 16 to the Dallas Cowboys. He's already re-signed, so they don't even have to give him. They just got him locked up straight away. CJ Mosley of the Baltimore Ravens was picked 17. I'd expect that to probably get picked up. Oh, yeah. I, well, they've, he's, he's already said... Um, they've told me they're going to pick it up, so I just I think they're just waiting for paperwork. Calvin Pry of the New York Jets was taken eighteen. I probably wouldn't because he's a guy that if you lost him, it's not going to kill you, but you could probably pay him enough to keep him if that makes sense. Juwan James, no. Miami Dolphins, that won't get picked he's up. He's a solid right tackle, but you don't need to go and pay big bucks for him. Brandon Cooks. At the Saints was taken twenty. Yeah, I don't think they'll. Can they'll New pick England him up. exercise that? Does it, yeah, because you trade so. the contract, yeah, don't you? They could pick it up. They won't. Yeah, I know they won't. They'll they'll back. They can get him re-signed if he has a good year. Ha ha! Clinton Dix was picked twenty-one. Uh, I would pick that up. He's a you know top fifteen starting safety in the NFL easily. Oh, Browns again. Johnny Manziel picked oh, no. twenty-two. Well, he's God, out, they're so bad. He's out of football. That won't be getting picked up. Uh, D Ford, Kansas City, was picked 23. I would, because he had a bit of a breakout last year, so I'd get him for that extra year and then see what you've really got and then give him the big bucks if he's worth it. Daquise Denard at Cincinnati was picked 24. I don't think he's on their roster anymore. Yeah, it won't get picked up. Jason Ferret, San Diego Chargers, 25. Either get him signed. Well, he's had some injury problems, so I reckon they could get a long-term deal cheap. He's without going to, having to pick it up. Without having to pick it up, yeah, I reckon. But if not... If it got to the date, you'd pick it up. Oh, 100%. Yeah, would so not would even I. think about it. Yeah, ear frog. Marcus Smith, Philadelphia Eagles. I don't even 26th. know who that is. I don't either, to be honest. I have never heard of him. I'm sure I did when he got drafted. Dion uh, Buchanan, 
He's a DN. From Carol... Uh, sorry, I'm thrown. I was looking at the wrong line. Pick 27 was Deion Buckman of Arizona. Yep, I think De- Deion Buchanan. I think he'll get picked up. Pick 28 was Calvin Benjamin. The Panthers have already picked that up. Yep. Um, that'll probably cost them about $8 million. Easily, nah. Easily from New Orleans Patriots, they won't. Jimmy Ward, San Francisco foot. Oh, my God. Remember the Niners were good? Um, they were pick 30. He's still on their team, Jimmy Ward. He's, he's okay. They won't pick that up, though, will they? No. They won't want to guarantee that kind of I'd money. I'd be shocked. And Bradley, Robbie, Denver Broncos. That's been picked that's up. Been that's, picked that's a good up. move because they're just hanging on to him until Tlaib goes because you know he's going to shoot someone soon. Well, we could, Not come, we could come to that if we want. Yeah. Um, and Teddy Bridgewater was they traded back in Cincinnati really Vikings interesting. Thirty-two Cincinnati Vikings. Is that what I said? <laughs> oh man, they're they're an expansion the, team. The Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings Vi- picked up Teddy Bridgewater with the thirty-two pick overall in that draft. He had a horrendous knee injury. Sorry, but I'm not guaranteeing him. Oh, so, so I'm the opposite. Year. I'd take him for that extra year because then if he didn't come back, you haven't got him on a long-term deal. Mm, no, thanks. Uh, moving on, there's been all sorts of trade rumors swirling around Richard Sherman. and He's currently skipping all Seahawks workouts. He said he'll turn up in May. Talk about a me- media blowing up a story. <laughs> Do you know he hasn't been to these workouts he in never three goes. seasons? He never so, goes. So, yeah, well done, ESPN and NFL.com. I'm really proud of you guys trying to make a story out of nothing. But the, the real story is that it's a legit... He is out there for trade. You oh, can yeah. get Sherman if you want him. If you want the price... Don't give up enough. Like, it, if I'm the Cowboys at pick 26 or something, I'd offer a straight swap. I'll give you my first round for Richard Sherman. Uh, well, Remember, you're taking the contract too. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'd do it in a heartbeat. If, if I didn't have a top 10 pick, I'd do it. Anything lower than a top oh, 10. Oh, see, I, I'd top 20. I wouldn't do it. If, if I'm outside the top 20. If I'm any of those playoff contending teams. Oh, man. I'd do it if I was them. For like sure. Atlanta? Yeah. In a heartbeat. Any of them. Anyone in the playoffs. The I'd big do it. story is the Patriots, but Malcolm Butler signed his tender today. Okay, well, so he's going to play for the Patriots this year. Let's move to the Patriots. Butler signed his first round tender. That's yeah. the price they put on him. Um, that doesn't surprise me. They also signed um, James White to an extension. Yep. Um, and put an offer in for Gillisey from the from the Bills, who I don't know why they need another back. They love running backs. Oh, it doesn't work. That's cut him. I don't care. Yeah, that, it's, it's not a lot of money, but the, it, it's as if they're forcing the Bills. As if they're forcing the Bills to play their game. Like, it's like, okay, we'll, we'll take him and cut him. We don't really care. And if he's good enough, he can play. He can make the team because they don't care who they cut. They'll sign James White to a three-year deal and then if someone's better, they'll cut James White. They don't care. Yeah, they, um, they, they couldn't give so, their boots. But, but just the fact that taking Gillespie away from the Bills, they, they just want to do it. They do it to Miami. They've done it to Cleveland. They just take their guys and make them better. Uh, the last piece of news we just want to touch on, this broke recently. Like an uh, hour ago. Former NFL... Well, he was gun tight end Aaron Hernandez, who was serving a life sentence for a murder conviction, and just days ago was acquitted of another double murder. Was serving life in prison, has died after hanging himself in his cell uh, Wednesday morning U.S. time. Uh, Hernandez, twenty-seven, was found by um, guards at about three a.m. and he was pronounced dead at four o seven a.m. at a uh, UMass Memorial Health Alliance Hospital. This 
when they make a 30 for 30 on Aaron Hernandez, oh it's going to be incredible. It should be fall, It should be called Fall from Grace, the yes. Aaron Hernandez story. If you really, for those who don't know, if you really go back and look, the amount of trouble that he got in at Florida and it was just swept away, kept him playing. Let's not forget, this guy was a teammate of Tim Tebow. He caught something like 30, pa- 30 touchdown passes from him. He like, was a gun in the NFL as well. Like He was, yeah, excuse the pun, I actually didn't mean that. It's just, and you know what? I, I don't feel sorry for him. Not at all. I no. feel sorry for the victims of his family, uh, the families of his victims. Yeah. Killed people in cold blood. Like it wasn't just, oh, he accidentally hit a guy with his car and drove off. He murdered people. And it was like planned and like, and you know what? Now he's taken the coward's way out. Because he couldn't live with what he did. And you know what? Does not phase me in any way. I, I hope his fam- the families of his victims get some sort of solace from it. But I'm sure they won't. I'm sure that Probably won't help not. them in any way. Um, it's, it's obviously a, it's a breaking story. And by the time people listen to this, there might be more news about it. I, I have no idea. We just want to touch on it really quickly. Because um, it is a story. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, he was a very, very good player. And... As I said, when they do the 30 for 30 on this one, oh. it's... I'm not saying incredible as in amazing incredible. I just think the whole story, when everything comes out and someone really digs into this... Which they will. It's going to be an amazing story. Not a good amazing, but it will be an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at um, different uh, NFL groups for the draft coming up. We're going to touch on O-line and D-line, and we're going to do that next. All right, James, where do you want to start? O-line? Yeah, let's just start there. Uh, Not a great offensive line draft this season. No. Not at all. Um, I think the pick of the bunch is Forrest Lamp at guard. Really hard to see him being, you know, a, a top ten or fifteen pick because he he's a guard. As simple as that. Teams don't pull the trigger early on them. I know Chance Warmack was taken early. Jonathan Cooper was taken in the top ten. Um, you know, but I just don't see them. Like, as, as I think Forrest Lamp is the best the best offensive lineman, but I don't see him going in the top fifteen picks. Probably a late first rounder. Yeah, I mean, we we rarely see interior linemen get reach up and get taken. Um, like the best center in the draft is probably um, oh, I can never say this kid's name from Ohio State, Pat Elflin. Where are we? Is that right? Oh, oh yeah, Pat Pat Elflin. Yeah, he's see he, he'll go. He won't go in the first round. No way. Like no, but, but he's probably but the best center in the in the yeah. draft. Look, you know, there's isn't there, there's another. Cam Robinson out of Alabama. Isn't Greg Robinson out of Alabama as well? I wonder if they're related. Um, so he's a tackle. I like him because he played for Alabama more because they play against really good teams and he his tape is really good. Uh, so he's a guy to keep an eye out on. People will reach for tackles. You have to remember that. They're, they're tackles, a bit like quarterbacks. Yeah. The, the, the problem is he's got you know reasonably inconsistent feet and if if guys want to 
overpower him, even though he's so big, they can and outwork him. They're his biggest problems. Um, you know, he, he's not, he doesn't play with a lot of power. He's more of a finesse blocker. So if he can get into kind of a you know a, a zone running scheme, which I know a lot of the teams run, but there's a lot of different ways to run it. He's not a smash the guy off the ball kind of tackle, um, which they're always riskier because if you have a guy who's like that and they don't work out at tackle, what can you do with them? You can move him into guard. Yeah. Whereas he's not a guy like that. He's a tackle. If it doesn't work out, he's out of the NFL. There's a tackle I'd like to talk about. <laughs> who can't say his name. Who yeah. leaps off the page. No, no. He's a little lower down. He won't be taken high. He, he probably won't be taken first round. But I want to talk about Zach Banner for a minute. Okay. He is ginormous. <laughs> He's probably dude. the only way to describe this guy. He's um, out of USC, but he's monstrous. He's 350 pounds, and I think he measured in at 6'8". He's huge. (laughs) He's so massive. I just struggle how a guy that big is going to move. He didn't test particularly well in anything, but he didn't test particularly bad in anything. He's going to get drafted. He's just... A massive unit. Wait till they put on the tape. When they find his highlights, it'll be him just destroying little guys who are on the other side of the line from places like Hawaii who have tune-up games against USC. Yeah, he's a his he's, tape is hilarious. But I he's think not you'll play guard. A great player. I think you'll play guard, but because you will just want him matched up on a big fat defensive tackle. You don't want him trying to deal in space with the D end. Like imagine Khalil Mack. Oh, he'd, he'd school him. He would not get his feet in front of him. Um, but yeah, he, he's definitely a dark horse. The the pick of the bunch at tackle is Ryan Ramsick out of Wisconsin. I love offensive line out of Wisconsin. I love Everybody Travis. does. I love Everybody Travis Frederick. Does. They're, they, worth, they're worth about $100 million in the NFL yeah, right now. There is no way this guy doesn't become... His floor is a solid NFL starter. And if you're willing to pull that trigger at you know, 10, 11, or 12, somewhere around there... I think you're going to get a good player. They play a pro system. He is very athletic um, and he's very, very intelligent. I just can't see how this guy isn't successful as a tackle in the NFL. He, and I don't think he's going to be, an, a, you know, he's not going to be your Tyron Smiths or your Joe Thomases. You know, um, like a guy like Joe Staley from the 49ers, yeah, who's just fair. quietly when he retires in probably a couple of years' time he'll retire, will have put together a 12 year, 14 year. Two pro, three or four Pro Bowl career, you know, and that and being the anchor of an offensive line for a decade. He he flies off the ball. Like, oh yeah, he hunts you down to block you. Like he, he is he is so fast. He's one of those guys stands. that wants to play offensive line. It's yeah, not he, he doesn't it. he doesn't he have to be it. an off. It's not oh yeah, I'm a big guy, so there may be an offensive line. He wants to block people. He wants to hurt people. He wants to watch running backs run for 100 yards. He doesn't care. And I just can't see a team not taking him. I think he'll go in the top 10. Uh, I really do. I, I just think tackles are so... The fact that he's from Wisconsin, the fact that he has a sick name, like commentators will be like, take him so I can talk about him. Sick name. Um, I don't know how high he's that got is on the uh, draft. Good size, 6'6", 310, good arm length. He, I, I think he's going to be great. Imagine him running in like a... I keep saying Cowboys, but that sort of scheme. Do you think Raiders, that zone tray where the tackles pull and 
Do you think oh, he could man. fall as far as 15 to the Colts, someone like that? Potentially. But the other thing is, if the Colts are sitting at 15, he's there at 11. Ooh, you trade up. Do you just go, We he's the best tackle in the draft. We need to get him. Because that's the key. But there's plenty of guys in that top 10 that need that need um, offensive linemen. I, I'm honestly, if he falls out of the top 10, I'll be really... I, I don't think I'll be... I won't be shocked, but I'll be almost annoyed that he's he fallen. He could. As we've talked in the last couple of weeks... There's a lot of good um, corners and safeties that that, that that will be jumping off the board. Obviously, Garrett will go um, straight off the top. There'll be a some idiot will draft a quarterback in there, which will oh God, help push I it hope down. not. I hope not. They should. It will, but I will. hope not this year. Um, it's not a particular... You watch Patty Mahomes. I'm scared. Also, Mike Williams, wide receiver, he's going to come off. See, the, he's in falling 10. in a lot of drafts. It, which ones, though? Not, yeah. not, not NFL teams. No. So, so some mock puts him down. I mean, what is Daniel Jeremiah drop him a few slots? Yeah. Who cares? Hey, whoa, don't you bag Daniel Jeremiah. I'm not, I'm not bagging him personally. But they've but done nine mock drafts now. They exactly. do it differently every time. Exactly. If, if you really... That's why I only ever do one mock draft. Where are you going to put him? Jay's mock draft will be out during the week next week, too. Who, Ramzik? No, 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 Evans. Oh, oh, Mike Evans. Sorry, Mike Williams. Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. Sorry, um, you're thinking. Yes. You're thinking yes, your I'm boy. Yes, my Evans. Hey, I, I wish, I wish he ended up being him. Um, he could be every bit. Yeah, I, they're I agree. They're actually very similar. I think he probably goes around twelve or thirteen. Um, I have to get my draft order up. Just let me get the draft order up. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Who we got? Yeah. Not sure. I don't. I don't know. Like I can't see him going in the top ten because there's just so many more guys in front. I know we're a bit off topic, but Cleveland won't take him. San Fran won't take him. Chicago won't take him. Jacksonville won't take him. Tennessee at five. I think it's too early, but they could do with a good receiver potentially. But maybe Tennessee. This is a thing you don't know. Maybe Tennessee trade their way out of that. Could Buffalo put him opposite? He's um, yeah, Carolina. I, I could see Carolina taking him. I think they'll go if Fournette's there. They'll go running back. Fournette won't be there. No, I think Fournette, he's long gone. You wait in my mock draft. I reckon he's one, going two. No, he's not going one, three, four, five. <laughs> in it's in the top five. <laughs> I think he should go in the top five. Yeah, so I, I do my mock draft. Remember, is what I would do if I was these yeah. teams. Yeah, Buffalo at ten. I, I that certainly wouldn't be against that. Because um, the thing is, any team that needs a D back in that top ten, unless you take Lattimore, which is he's the the Rolls Royce apparently from one season. I'm I'm not sold on him, but there's kind of it's so deep you can wait. Um, so yeah, I, I I think Buffalo potentially. I'd love it if the Titans picked him. At least they're trying. But the Titans will probably go. I think if Lattimore's there, they'll Titans. Go. They're getting a lot better. Uh, but before we get off our alignment, I just want to really quick, quickly touch on um, Dion Dawkins at, at a Temple, smaller school, um, doesn't play on the big stages. In oh, I think they're in like the AC or the American Athletic Conference or whatever the hell that's called now, the old Big East. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty solid player. Um, Temple found him. He's out in New Jersey, which, you know, the state of New Jersey produces pretty good football players. Um He's a pretty good player. Um, his hands aren't great. He gets called for holding a little too often, but bit of a grabber. A, a small school, and this guy's got every chance to come out 
and be a good tackle on a team, starter, you know, eight year eight, eight year career kind of guy. You know, he's never gonna completely wow you, but he's not gonna. You know, guess it. Then go. God, we have to fix that problem. You got to He could be terrific value. I'm trying to take a bottle cap out of your dog's mouth. <laughs> Yeah, she's a turd. She's just not letting me. Anyway, shall we get over to the D-line? She gave, she gave it straight to Dad. Should we get over to the defensive line? Let's talk about Garrett Last because he's the out-and-out guy. Um, I want to start on... I don't even care what he's is as a player. This is the best name in the draft. Taco Charlton. <laughs> I knew you were going to go <laughs> It's such a good name. Now, fortunately, a very good player goes with that. He's very, very quick. Um, if you talk about pure athletes, this is the guy you want. He's going to rush the edge. He's got good strength, good speed, good bend. I, I really like him, and he plays with such effort. Um, he, his production hasn't been great, but you have to remember Michigan are an outstanding defense, so he only has to do his role there. He doesn't have to dominate the game. He just does his job, which he does every single week. I think this guy will go probably late in the first round, very similar to a Chandler Jones. I think that's kind of his ceiling. I've seen him mocked anywhere as high as nine to Cincinnati, 22 to the Dolphins, um, all the way down to, you know, those last couple of picks. Yeah, Steelers, uh, who's the last now? Saints, because they got that last pick. And anywhere in between. Yeah, he's definitely got the coolest name. He got that right. Um, it's a great name. But, yeah, he's a really good player. Um, look a little higher. There's a couple couple of DNs that I really like. Solomon Thomas out of Stanford and Jonathan Allen out of Alabama. Pretty similar build, both these guys. I think um, they're more of a 3-4 sort of... So they need to go rusher. to particular places. It's something a lot of people have to realize with D. Lyman... If you're out of a 3-4 system or um, a 4-3, whichever one you're out of, the teams that run those are, are more likely to take one that's suited to them. So yep. often, somebody might have you know, Solomon Thomas much higher than they've got Jonathan Allen only because of the systems yeah. they run. I, I, Jonathan Allen will go in the top 10. I'd be shocked. Shocked if he didn't go in the top 10. Um, just to name Chicago... Jacksonville, Chargers, Carolina. Uh, he doesn't really suit Carolina's scheme. Um, Cincinnati could use him. I, I, someone, will t- someone will take him in the top 10. I'm thinking Jacksonville or even Tennessee. If Tennessee's wanted to keep building that defense, they could easily take him there at five. Um, I even think he could go as high. I don't think he'll go one or two. Because we all know who what one is, but and San Fran have got Buckner and um, Eric Armstead, but Chicago even they're a three four trying to rebuild that defense. I, you know, defensive minded coach, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I'd be if he fell out of the top ten, I'd be really disappointed. I think he's going to be terrific. Um, the other guy I really like, Tennessee boy. Uh, sorry, Tennessee boy, Derek, Derek Barnett. Barnett. Yeah, I think this... I've watched this guy play in person, so I've got a bit of a soft spot for him. Um, really good with his hands. And guys in the NFL that can use their hands are always more successful because you can't jam them as easy. And tackles just have 
guys that use their hands as an offensive lineman, it is so much harder to block them. The guys that just want to lower their pad level and try and drive through you, after the first two plays, once you assess how powerful they are, it's about the easiest game you can ever hope for. Guys that get your hands off them and you have to reset and reapply and redraw all the time, they're the ones that give trouble. So I think I don't think this guy is going to be a 20-sack-a-season guy, but I think he's going to be, you know, 8, 9, 10-sack-a-season guy, something like that. Um, very versatile, good size, good strength, um, and, and very athletic. So I think he's... Probably not a first rounder. Maybe out of need, someone could could take him in the first round. But yeah, it's certainly it, it's a pretty good defensive line draft. But he he's up there for me. You you got a dark horse anywhere? Um, none that sort of numbers wise really yeah. jump off at you. The the D line draft it, it, it's pretty deep. Um, the one thing maybe have there's a lot of good. DNs. There's no big size. No, there's no massive D tackles like coming out. Caleb Brantley out of Florida is he's okay. Like he's six three three oh seven, but that's not that big for an NFL nose tackle. Like, no. I, and, and if you were if you were going to look in that direction, I think um, Malik McDowell out of Michigan State. Yep. Is he's certainly taller, so he can put on more weight, more muscle get in that NFL weights room where you don't have to go to class anymore. And I think he could get up over 300 pounds pretty easily. I think he could play in the NFL at 310 yep. without too many dramas. That's not a lot of weight. You, know, you and I could put that on in you know a winter in I McDonald's. Think so, I think I did it this winter. <laughs> summer. Whatever. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> um, but he's probably the standout tackle in, in the draft. Yeah, there's not a lot of big guys inside. No, there's not a lot of... Big D lineman, full stop. I mean, just racing right down the board. Like the heaviest is DJ Jones out of Mississippi, but he'll he'll go late. He'll go like fourth or fifth round as a nose tackle. He'll play in the and NFL, he'll be versatile. But he's he'll, not he'll gonna. Be good. He's a one down player. Exactly. In today's NFL, he's a one down player. Exactly. The, a little late run for the best name in football. I'm going to try and say this. Tano Kepasakon. Was that get your sack on? <laughs> Tano Capasagon out of Villanova. Six foot seven, two eighty nine. Tano Capasagon. <laughs> that is such a good name. I, I thought he would be like an islander or something, but he's a he's a black guy. Oh, that's a terrific name. I oh, know they've got how to say it. Torno Passano. Oh, that's not as much fun. It was more fun Torno Passano. It was more fun you were mucking There's it up. There's a freaking K and a P in there. The hell is there a K there for? <laughs> Don't know, mate. Uh, anyway, um, let's name. get to the number one pick. <laughs> if he doesn't go number one, you know how mad I'm going to be at Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland have mucked up. Miles Garrett, probably the only thing against him. Um, oh, sorry, if you don't know, he's out of Texas A&M. Um, four, six, end. four, 40. 33 reps on the bench press. Yeah. 41 inch, 128. Look at his <laughs> vertical. Man, he's a freak. He is, he's winning in every combine but bench press. And we all know some fat nose tackle will put up the bench press. Who cares? Yeah. This guy is wow. an elite rush end. He has explosiveness, fluid, agility. Give him whatever name you want. He's not massive because he's a speed rusher. He's been accused of taking plays off and not being great against the run. Sounds but like clowny. Like, 
But when three guys are blocking you. Exactly. Because that's what Clowney's problem was. There was three guys blocking him on every play and no one else was making plays. I tell you what, that would get tedious pretty damn quick. And let's not forget, he played in the SEC. So he went up at guys like, um, you know, Collins and Tunsil and... um, he just got up against them. Like, he beat them. Yeah, he won these battles. Yeah, really Cleveland, productive. He is going number one. Yeah, I'm telling you, unless something weird happens, someone trades up to number one to take a quarterback, which I can't see happening. Uh, do you know the with all honesty in this year's draft, he is the only. Uh, it's it sounds stupid saying sure thing because nothing's a sure thing, obviously. But he's the only sure thing in my mind pre-draft. Now he could be a bust. I'm not sure, but I would be. Shocked. He's the only sure thing. So what you would have to give up, say if you were the, the 12th pick, so Cleveland have then got to realize that if they trade out of that, they're not getting him. So, because then there's no way he's getting to 12. <laughs> no He'll chance. just go two. Yeah. So I just think the amount of value you would have to give them to not just to get up to number one to take the quarterback, to get up and make them lose him. On all Unless you were number three and you think San Fran aren't going to take him, the Bears jump San Fran. I don't know why, but there's no reason you'd do it. On every mock draft I've seen, he is a full grade or a full star or a full mark ahead of any other player in this draft. That's yeah. how far ahead scouts have got him. Yeah, uh, but it's Cleveland. And they've talked about quarterback way too much. If they It's not take, happening. It's a smokescreen. If they take Trubisky, I will die. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but yeah, he, he's the out-and-out out number one pick. I'd almost put any money on him going number one. Uh, I I just If it wasn't Cleveland, I would, but maybe Cleveland won't, but he fits them perfectly. Um, and Cleveland got another pick at 12, so get a quarterback there. There'll be a quarterback there if you're that desperate. Yeah. Ne- next week, we'll be talking about your mock My from mock. top to bottom as we get My ready to go, mock-a-lada. to go live on draft day. Very excited. Is draft day, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to draft day. Me too. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's a good day. What time does it start? About 10. Uh, we'll double check all that. I think it's about 10 a.m. our yeah, time. So nine, it's a good 10. day. Just to remind everyone, Cleveland's got the number one pick, San Fran number two. Uh, I know it's said Cleveland again. The Bears have got number three. The Jags have got four. Come on, Jags. Sort your stuff out. Oh, mate, they've always... In the- Titans, number five. Jets, number six. Chargers, number seven. Panthers, number eight. Um, Cincinnati, number nine. And number 10 will be... Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm really looking forward to it. There are so many good players in this draft. Just a draft. Quick, quick prediction. Where's the first quarterback go? Three? Mm. The Chicago... Nah, no, they just signed Glenn and they won't no. do it. There's too many... San Fran? There's too many good players there. There's San too Fran? many. No way. Shanahan? No, no chance. Think about it. They could have, you know, know. you could have Solomon Thomas, who we just talked there about. There are so many good gun. players. You could have Jamal Adams, safety out of LSU. You could have D- if Jamal Adams. You could have Fournette if you want to go splashy. There's, if, there's if, so many there. There's when so Fournette there. goes in the top five this year, he has Ezekiel Elliott to think. Because um, Zeke Elliott has changed. Fournette's been talked about for two years. Yeah, but he, about skipping years. I reckon he would have been a top five regardless. But Elliott has changed the perspective on taking guys that early. Yeah, you can. Take it's the, flashy. You can but take the ones what that are he great. did in his rookie year has because even I remember when the draft happened. Do you reckon his stats will be down next year? It'd be hard not to be down. Yeah, I think I think they have. I don't to think be they'll down. be bad. But what if, what if he gets hurt and misses a couple of games? Well, then they'll definitely be exactly. Down. Like I I don't think. 
But then again, would it surprise you if they were up? Yep. Really? Yeah. You'd be surprised? I would bet money they'd go down. because that, On that offensive line. Yeah, but that's the easy bet is that okay. he's less likely to... It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a hard task to redo that. But I'm really looking forward to the draft. I've got my mock draft, so I'll get that out. We'll release that next um, Wednesday. So we'll have that out. Nah, we'll get a bit before that if we can. Oh, you want to do it before the podcast? Yeah, before the podcast, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. All right, I'll get it out on the weekend then. It's pretty much done. I'm just gonna, I just keep second guessing a few things. But anyone who's wondering, if you read it before we, before we record next time, I'm doing the draft as if I'm the GM. So I don't do a mock draft. All the other people who do mock drafts, I feel like they're kind of trying to pick what that GM would do. I don't have the insight to know any of these guys and what they would do. So I basically, for each team, put myself in their shoes and what I would do. So it doesn't bother me if I get it wrong. It's about, so pick on me for what my decision would be. But uh, really, I, I love draft day. It's one of my favorite times. Tape, it's just so fun. Yeah, Great. It's awesome. We're looking forward to it. Next week, as I said, the podcast will be all draft, all Jay's mock will discuss it from 1 through to 32. And then the following two days later, we'll be live yeah. reviewing the draft as it's happening. So we're really looking forward to that as well. So thank you so much for downloading. We'll see you all next week. Hopefully, Chris will be in for the draft day, if not for the uh, podcast next week. Chris, you're listening. We miss you, mate. Get in here as soon as you can. Um, and otherwise, we'll speak to all of you next week. Thanks for listening to the NFL Podcast, brought to you by The Vault Studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for The Vault Studio on Facebook and Twitter. We love you, Jerry.